Welcome back to another episode of First Up. My name is Brian White, and in this episode, it'll be just me. Today, I would like to cover a couple of terms and what they mean. But before I begin, I would like to mention that every single student is different and each will have their own lived experiences. So you may or may not relate to some things that are mentioned today, but I hope you learn something. So first up, the first term that I want to use is first generation student. We talk about this a lot in our podcast is focused on first generation students. So who's considered a first generation student and what does it mean? Before I get into that, I just want to give you guys a little stat. But in Illinois alone, there are about 184,000 first generation college students. And many of those institutions offer scholarships and financial support. So it's important to learn how to identify a first generation student, especially when you are going off to college or the universities that you may be attending. So depending on who you're asking, many schools and organizations may have their own definition of who's a first generation student. It's important to learn that, especially when applying to those post-secondary institutions. So for me, in my case, I said that my mom is a teacher. She's a daycare teacher. So she went and got her associate's degree. My father never went to college, so that made me a first generation student. Isaac in this podcast defines a first generation student as someone whose parents did not complete a four year college or university degree. Even if you have older siblings that completed college, you'd still be considered first gen because your parents did not receive a four year degree. That's the key piece. Students whose parents might have gotten a four year degree in another country could also fit into this. Although they received their four year degree, they would still be considered first gen because this would be their first time navigating through the process because universities or colleges are different in different countries. And again, I want to just reiterate that this is ISAC's and this podcast definition. There are going to be different definitions depending on the institutions that you may visit or the ones that you're applying to as a high school student or high school senior. But again, this is our definition and how we define being a first generation college student. So first generation students face a variety of barriers, and I'd like to mention just a few. One of the first barriers that a lot of first generation students may face is parental support. So students are sometimes supporting their parents. Um, so especially when they leave for home, that means that their parents lose a little bit of financials. So sometimes that's a hard dynamic for students to deal with. Parents might also lack the financials to assist a student while they're away at college. So that can be kind of stressful for a student that's away from school or away from home, I should say. And the third thing is a lack of knowledge about college. So if a parent and a student don't understand necessarily the knowledge about college and how to get there and how to navigate through it, that could be an issue. So navigating the higher education process is the second point that I would like to bring up. So a lot of parents and students may not know necessarily about loans or grants or even scholarships, but loans are money that you can borrow and you pay back. Grants are need-based and sometimes merit-based, meaning that it's based off of your academics. Scholarships is free money that's based mostly off of merit. So again, based off of your academics. Um, another thing too is how college works and how do you pay for college? 
a lot of people are unaware of all the financial aid that's available to them. And some parents may be reluctant to share their financial information for those financial aid applications. I want to just say that those applications are safe. Your information will always be safe. And it's important to know that just because you are filling out those applications with your student, it doesn't mean that you're in charge of paying for their education. They just need your information to get that completed. One of the bigger barriers that I want to talk about is mental health. A lot of students may feel guilt being away from home. They might feel homesickness or they might feel depression and anxiety from the stress of feeling alone. And they might also feel like they don't have any support. I know a lot of students go through this. I myself, I went through it in college, sometimes just feeling like I was alone, especially that first year when you get to campus, you're going to feel a little bit alone. So I think it's important to find your community, find your people and find your support systems. Another thing, sense of belonging, being in a new environment and feeling alone or that you don't have anyone. Again, that ties into the mental health, because if you don't feel that you belong somewhere, that might affect your mental health and it might gain a little bit of stress or cause you to be stressed. So one thing I always say is there are many students who feel the same way as you do, and it may benefit you both to find your community. So if that means you're joining clubs or you're going around campus to meet new people, that can help your sense of belonging and get you a part of something, get you a part of a bigger community. Not only does ISAC have a YouTube channel, but we also have a first generation scholarship network that allows students to connect with a mentor and find what first gen programs can be found on campus. If you would like to look at our YouTube page and check out our first gen scholarship network page, please visit studentportal.isac.org forward slash first gen and you can get a lot of resources from that page. Before we wrap everything up, I'd like to mention another term known as imposter syndrome. Many students may go through imposter syndrome, especially when starting college and sometimes even when graduating. In my case, it was when I was graduating and it was also when I started college. It's a feeling of self-doubt of intellect. Uh, but in most cases, people who struggle with imposter syndrome believe that they are undeserving of their achievements and where they are. They feel that they aren't as competent or intelligent as others might think, and that soon enough people will discover the truth about them. I just want to say, even as a professional, I still go through periods of feeling like I don't belong sometimes, but I'm here to tell you all and remind myself that we do belong, and we've all worked hard to get to where we are today. I hope you all have learned something new today, and this helps you all on your journey. We'll be back with another episode next week, and I hope you tune in. We would like to thank ISAC for supporting us, the First Generation Scholars Network for encouraging us to put this podcast together. Thanks to our producers, Joey Lieberman and Matt Montez. Last but not least, we would like to thank our listeners for tuning in. I would also like to thank Brian White for sharing a lot of knowledge today. Uh, we hope you'll join us on our next episode. <laughs> the views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not directly reflect the opinions of ISAC. We hope you enjoyed this episode and have a good day, everyone. Mm -hmm.